I'm Melissa. I'm Jam. And I'm a chemist. And I'm not. And welcome to Chemistry for Your Life. The podcast helps you understand the chemistry of your everyday life. Okay, Jam, are you ready for a super relevant, super hot button topic issue? Dude, I'm ready for relevance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what we're going to talk about today is COVID-19. Uh-huh. Coronavirus. Mm -hmm. How does washing your hands kill the coronavirus disease? Oh, dude, that's really good. I I feel like our stuff is always, the point is for it to be relevant. Like you always pick topics that are meant to be relevant, but this is as relevant as it gets for now. Oh, 100%. So one thing came up on Twitter. My friend who ice skates with me Uh uh, was talking about how hand sanitizers maybe aren't the best Uh for protecting yourself from viruses. And I saw her tweet that and I thought, I don't actually know. Yeah. So then I went and started looking and I found two questions. Mm -hmm. The answers to two questions, really. Uh One, how does hand washing kill COVID-19 coronavirus? Uh Two, what about hand sanitizer? Right. Is it as good? Does it kill viruses? Yeah. What even is it? I have been asking my wife about this a little bit because she's in medicine and she told me some stuff, but it might not be true. I mean, I would, my gut would be to say that it is, but um, obviously she's a lot bigger fish to fry than to study specifically hand washing. For her, it's just important to always wash her hands constantly. So it's like, she's like, whatever way I can do it, I'm always going to be doing that. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I've learned and then you can, you know. Take it back to her and see. Okay. See if it's right, if it aligns with what she knows. Do you remember Mm -hmm. in our very first episode that we recorded? Yes. We talked about how soap works. Yes, I remember. Okay, I'm going to give you a brief review. Okay. And then I'm going to relate that to the topic at hand. Perfect, perfect. (laughs) At hand, get it? (laughs) Hand washing. Okay, so soap, its structure matters a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. It has a non-polar side and a polar side. Do you remember that? Yes. And polar is like magnets where it's partially positive on one side and partially negative on the other. Right. And then non-polar things have the electrons equally shared so there's no charge. Right. Okay. So the way soap works, it is a, has a long chain of non-polar. Mm-hmm. So it's not charged at all. Mm-hmm. And it has one end mm-hmm. that is polar. Right. That's very polar. It has a functional group on the end. So just a group of atoms that Mm -hmm. are polar. Right. And those are all connected together. And the part that's polar likes to interact with water Mm -hmm. because water is also polar. And in general, polar likes polar and nonpolar likes nonpolar, right? Right. Exactly. Okay. Okay. And then the long nonpolar end likes to interact with grease and dirt Mm -hmm. and nonpolar things like fat. Right. Okay. So the way soap works, remember, is it encircles the grease or dirt mm-hmm. all around with all the nonpolar parts facing that way and all the polar parts facing out, and then the water washes it away. Mm-hmm. That's how soap works. Right. That's a brief review. If you want a much more in-depth review of all the things I just said, go listen to our first episode. I think most people have. That's the most listened to episode that we have. Yeah. So I think most people will listen to that. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Um, and it allows us to, if you just go listen to that, we can talk more about, I guess, the specific situation as it is now. Right. And in that episode, I said, I was talking like dish soap, uh-huh. soap that was not antibacterial, anything mm-hmm. like that. Right. What a simpler time that was. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, we're still talking about soap that's not antibacterial, uh-huh. but we're talking about how it specifically interacts with this type of virus. Uh-huh. Okay. So let's zoom in to this type of virus. Okay. Viruses are basically a good way you can think of it as a, is a complex of some kind of, it's called nucleic acid, mm-hmm. DNA, RNA, one or the other, and proteins. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, but not always, they're coated with a membrane. Mm-hmm. So when they're surrounded by a membrane, uh-huh. that membrane is usually made up of lipids. Okay. It can be a lipid bilayer where it's almost like the structure of soap where there's an outside part that's not polar and an inside part that is polar. You know, it can have different stuff. Viruses are not my expertise, Mm -hmm. but they can have a lipid or fatty envelope holding the virus together. Okay. Okay. So that's viruses as a whole. Okay. Our, our guy, Mm COVID-19 coronavirus is known as a coronavirus. Those are classes. It's a Mm -hmm. class of viruses with these um, structures sticking out that look almost like a crown. That's mm-hmm. why it's called coronavirus. Oh, interesting. They they poke out. Uh-huh. Actually, one of our listeners emailed us, and they used the emoji with a crown. It was ST, I believe. <laughs> she used the emoji with a crown and then the virus emoji. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical. Interesting. She didn't even know we were going to talk about this today. <laughs> what What's the virus emoji? It's like a green... It looks like a virus. I mean... Huh. I don't think I ever noticed that. It's crazy. I'll show it to you. Hang on. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah. I had no idea. I know. And I loved how she put those together. It might not be a virus for sure, but it definitely looks virusy to me. Right. 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 And next to the crown and that little thing, I knew exactly what she meant. I thought it was so cute. So with coronavirus, it does have that that lipid envelope on it. And the way it works with soap is that tail end of soap that's nonpolar, uh-huh. when it's trying to avoid the water when you're washing your hands, right. will be forced down into the lipid layer of the envelope uh-huh. and effectively wrench open the lipid membrane around the coronavirus okay, and spill out all the things inside of it that make up a virus Rendering it basically useless. Oh my gosh. That's so violent. I know. And kind of incredible. I know. So the, I'm already kind of forgetting, sorry, but the the membrane around it, the lipid membrane is nonpolar. Nonpolar. Because that's why it wouldn't just, that's why just regular water wouldn't work. Right. So it's nonpolar. Having the nonpolar chain Mm -hmm. as part of soap. Mm-hmm. allows it to interact with that yes, membrane. Yes, it, it forces it, it like breaks its way in. Gosh, wow. So imagine a barrier, like an, like a barrier that's keeping something together. Uh-huh. Think about having water in a plastic bag. Okay, like a water balloon? Yeah, like a water balloon. And you've got a bunch of dull objects that would be just regular water bouncing off of it okay. and then something sharp that's able to penetrate comes through got it. Okay. and then spills all the contents out. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Wow. Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. It does seem a lot less violent than when you think about water balloons or like a bag or something. <laughs> yeah. Think about <laughs> it's it like not a, like yeah. a living thing sort of. Yeah. 
Yeah. I had these, I don't know if my friend Allie will remember, but I did a research thing one summer uh-huh. and I was studying these dinoflagellates and when they would die, they had a little membrane around them. I don't really remember exactly what it was made up of. And when it would die, it would spill its guts all out. It would break open and spill its guts out. What? And it, it reminds me a lot of this only... I think that happened naturally and this happens unnaturally by yeah. us washing our hands. Right, right. So that's that's it. That's how soap works to kill viruses specifically. Wow, that's amazing. That is the most widely accepted understanding. Okay, okay, wow. But there's more. Whoa. Okay, so I think that would be a good thing for you to tell me back. And then we continue. And then I have a few other interesting things that I learned and I want to sort of talk about alcohol, hand sanitizers. Okay. Okay. So soap, we talked about a ton about the structure of it in the mm-hmm. past. Yes. But the the basics are that it is a soap molecule or whatever is a right. nonpolar chain mm-hmm. with a polar end mm-hmm. to it. Water is polar. Right. Polar likes polar. Mm-hmm. Nonpolar likes nonpolar kind of. Right. That's one way to say it. And the... We say like dissolves like uh, or like interacts with like. Yeah. We say like that like <laughs> like dissolves like like or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Go back to your explanation. <laughs> and and uh, and it just so happens that not just so happens, but it's how the world works. The mm-hmm. membrane around viruses. Some and, viruses. Some viruses. And also like our cells and a lot of things in the world mm-hmm. is a non-polar lipid um, membrane. Mm-hmm. And so if you just try to put some water on your hands to get something like COVID-19 coronavirus off of your hands, mm-hmm. um, the water wouldn't be able to interact with the the polar water, which is polar, right. would not be able to interact in the same way with the non-polar membrane of the virus. Right. Um, maybe you could wash it off, but it wouldn't no. actually... It shouldn't even wash off because it adheres to your hands. The oil, which are oil, mm-hmm, ah. adheres to your hands more effectively than water. It would adhere to yeah. water, so actually, it has the twofold benefit of surrounding the virus, even if it couldn't break it up, and breaking up that lipid layer. Okay, so our hands. I mean, yeah, just putting something polar on our hands to try to wash something off wouldn't help if it's a non-polar, right, little virus. Mm-hmm. So the soap molecule mm-hmm. is able to get into the membrane yeah. of the virus because it has the nonpolar part. Right. Pop that little water balloon, that little evil water balloon mm-hmm. um, that's causing so much mischief out there and basically kill it. That's exactly right. And wash its its little wretched body down the drain. Right. So you basically spill out its contents and you wash it away at the same time. Wow. Now it's possible mm-hmm. that those proteins are polar that stick out, the crown like proteins that stick out around it. Uh-huh. I'm not positive. Okay. So but if if they're not, then soap is the only way to get it off. Right. Okay. Just water doesn't work. Yeah. And you need to do it for twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. But we'll mm-hmm. talk about that more at the end. Okay. Okay. So I read mm-hmm. one paper. So I, you know, there's all this like pop science, how to soap kill viruses up everywhere. 
I relied heavily on information from the CDC, the NIH. There was one New York Times article that interviewed a professor of chemistry, Dr. Paul Thardison at University of New South Wales. Mm -hmm. So I tried to focus on those kinds of sources that I knew were good, as always. Uh But I always go to my library's page and just do a quick search to see what I can find. Yeah, I found an interesting book about coronaviruses. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a chapter about coronaviruses you know, all the other ones before this particular COVID-19 came out, Yeah, this novel virus, mm-hmm. I found a lot of really cool papers uh-huh. that were all about why hand washing is effective and how long to wash your hands. People have studied this. This is not just some arbitrary thing people tell you right. to do wash your hands. There is scientific evidence that washing your hands helps. Right. When And even when we don't have something like this going on, it's mm-hmm. super important. Yes. You know, every year there's a different, you know, flu strain or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so even even though this is happening now, every year it's important for us to do that. Right. And could have a huge effect on people's health. So it makes right. sense that people are always worried about it. Yes. And studying yeah. it. There's yeah. so much scientific evidence to back it up. And they have studied different amounts of times, all this stuff. It was uh-huh. really interesting to dive down that because I've never wow. looked into that at all. Wow. Yeah. But I found one fun paper that talked about. The flu virus, so mm-hmm. not coronavirus, not a coronavirus, not a COVID virus, just yeah. the flu, mm-hmm. a flu virus mm-hmm. that suggested, the paper theorized mm-hmm. that within the lipid membrane, there are these proteins that can be charged. And on the charged proteins, if the soap has, if they're positively charged and soap is negatively charged, mm-hmm. that it if those two interact and there's an exothermic reaction, Mm -hmm. the heat can help destabilize the virus and break it open that way. Wow. So that was one paper I found. Uh We talked about exothermic reactions and endothermic reactions in the hand warmer episode. Yeah. Who knows for sure. Mm -hmm. I think the most widely accepted, the one we talked about where it breaks in and breaks apart is Mm -hmm the most likely answer, but there could be another layer that if your virus has some positively charged proteins in its membrane Mm -hmm. and you have a nice negatively charged soap, they could interact and have a more effective destabilizing impact. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So it could be more than just the nonpolar and polar ends. There may be even more things about soap that break down the lipid membranes. And that'd be specific to like some of the membranes being different from just straight up nonpolar, like it have to have yeah, the this stuff you're particular about. virus had a positively charged protein studying the membrane layer. So that that made a big difference in the I think extra. So okay, mm-hmm. I just found it and thought it was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, there's so much more going on than we even know about." Yeah, and we're still learning always about. Yeah things happening at a molecular level. Right. So I just thought that was a fun, interesting fact to throw in there that I found in my searchings. Gosh, it's so crazy how much is going on at the molecular level, period. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just kind of, I mean, if you think too much about it, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. There's all these little things in there and and there's this situation we're in right now, a lot more cause for concern than normal. But in general, there could be any number of like rough stuff on our hands that we pick up from anywhere yes. we can't see mm-hmm. and we don't really, I mean, many of us don't really know <laughs> yes. how it works to like get rid of them. I mean, it's just, it's kind of crazy. I didn't have a car mm-hmm. 
for a year of my life. Actually, Jam and I became much closer friends at that time because we were neighbors. That's right. And he and his wife would give me around, uh, pick me up sometimes and drop me off. And so I rode the bus a lot, though, mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. that time. And I happened to be reading a book by Richard Preston. And mm-hmm. he does books that are usually read in school about viruses. Uh-huh. And he talked this particular book. He talked about smallpox a lot yeah, and the spread of smallpox. And he also talked about biological warfare. And I thought, I'm a number one candidate as a public transportation user. Oh, no. I was reading it on a bus and yeah. like, this is a mistake. <laughs> Gosh, dang. But so it really is crazy how much yeah. is going on at that level all the time. And that for the most part, we're okay. Yeah. Our bodies are pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. They just lock it down and yeah. and keep us healthy for the most part, which is pretty incredible. Yeah. I've been thinking so much about all of this, like cleaning our hands. I mean, a lot of us have, uh, there was a book I read years ago in middle school where there was a biological, it was like, a, it was fiction, a biological weapon kind of deal this guy had made. And he also arranged for, to already have the cure so that he could profit immensely from this situation he was going to cause. Mm-hmm. So he got a guy to just coat himself in the, you know, biological weapon they'd made and then just go to an airport and get on a plane kind of thing. Yikes. And just made sure, you know, he just did a lot of the normal things. Like, I mean, he you're obviously going to touch the security belt thing. You put your stuff mm-hmm. on to get be x-rayed. You're going to, yep. you know, touch the x-ray machine when you get in maybe and things like that. that like Touch the food tray. The food tray, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Just stuff like that. The seat he sits on while he waits for his flight. All this stuff and... That, that was just the plan on purpose because it was like, yeah, it's going to be easy. People aren't washing their hands very well. This is going to spread like crazy. Um, and obviously that was fiction, but it is like rooted in reality about how mm-hmm. easily things can spread. And it's like just, it's really terrifying. Yes. To think about. Absolutely. Especially in these trying times. <laughs> yeah. I'm not planning on rereading that book for a while Mm-mm. until things seem less real. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about hand sanitizer okay yes please so with all the things i've read about how that works Mm -hmm. the number one thing that i've seen consistently is that soap is better than hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. hand sanitizer was harder to find information on the chemical function of but it seems that it also destabilizes that lipid layer Uh the membrane of viruses okay because i alcohols in general, their structure does have a non-polar and a more polar part. It's not as drastic as soap. Okay. But it's like the way it works in the first place is that it has a similar. Very slight. It's much smaller non-polar tail, Uh less significantly polar alcohol group. But it is, it has some of those same features. So I assume it would basically work the same way. Because if it didn't have like polar and non-polar, then it would be like. Okay, well, how could this be even be remotely close? Yeah, to like- but it's short, non-polar tail. So chemically, yeah. I'm not really clear on how it destabilizes, mm-hmm. just that it does. But it needs to be 60% alcohol to be effective. It needs to be concentrated, which means if there's any water or dirt or anything like that on your hands, it could possibly be less effective or not effective at all. Huh. So... Or, you know, the dirt could impede it from touching everything on your hands. Right, right, right. So what the CDC has consistently said is Mm -hmm. wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds. And if you cannot do that, then use hand sanitizer. Got it. Okay. Because it's 
an okay temporary measure, but it's not as mm-hmm. effective as soap is going to be. Soap and water. Right. Overall. Got it. So okay. hand sanitizer does destabilize some of the membranes on virus, but it's not as effective. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to buy a hand sanitizer that's maybe not regulated or that doesn't reach that concentration, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anything about the industry standards of that. So right, right. I think if you have the option, wash your hands as much as possible. Yeah. Why not be, yeah, why not be as careful as possible and do the thing that has mm-hmm. the best chance right. of killing One, it was a different type of virus, but it said that hand sanitizer was relatively ineffective. Not like Hmm. it was less effective. It was essentially not effective compared to the soap and water. Right. So just better. Yeah. Better to use soap and water wherever you can. Mm -hmm. And then if you can't access that, you know, when I'm in the grocery store, I can't be stopping to wash my hands, but I've been putting the hand sanitizer on in the grocery store. For sure. And keep your social distancing. And obviously in situations that aren't about a very specific like unprecedented virus right everyday use like Mm -hmm. it's great to have that on hand you it's so easy yes to have it in your in your bag or pocket or something right but um obviously this is a different deal they did say if your hands were visibly dirty soap and water is better right right because visibly dirty or greasy is going to keep that hand sanitizer from being effective yeah so for both of them make sure that you're touching all areas of your hands, the backs of your hands and between your fingers, the hand sanitizer needs to go everywhere to be effective mm-hmm. and rub it until it dries. Don't wipe it off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it still feels wet after you rubbed a little bit, that's not going to do the job. So mm-hmm. use as much as directed and wipe it all over your hands mm-hmm. and rub it all over everywhere until it feels dry with soap and water you need to do it for 20 seconds. Uh-huh. There's a cool video from Vox that was about, it was basically the same thing. Yeah. And they showed your hands when you wash them for a shorter amount of time. Oh. Five seconds, 10 seconds, and then 20 seconds with the UV light. Yeah. And there have been studies. I found studies online about the length of time we should wash our hands. Yeah. So 20 seconds really is important. Mm-hmm. And to demonstrate that, Jam and I are going to put a 20 second timer on. And and just and that way we'll know what twenty seconds feels like. Yeah. Should we sing happy birthday two times? That's what they say. Are there other options? Other songs? Somebody said Lizzo's Truth Hurts chorus, maybe? Okay, I don't know that one. What what if we did the alphabet? That's a good one. I like the alphabet. Okay. Are we both gonna sing it? Wait, which alphabet song do you listen to? Do you do? The I, one that goes A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O. I usually do the alphabet shuffle tune but we could do yours it's fine <laughs> you're crazy okay and 20 seconds starts now a b c d e f g h i j k l m n o p q r s t u v w x y and z now i know oh, we my do that abc's timer's up Oh, so you don't even have to sing it the whole way. You should probably, just for good measure, sing yeah. to Now I Know My ABCs. And then the next time I want you to sing with me part is like just extra, extra, mm-hmm. just to make sure. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't know how long 20 seconds was. Yeah. I've not been washing my hands properly all these years. I probably haven't either. I mean, and, and so much of the time, I mean, you're just, you're in the middle of your day. 
you're getting back to what you're doing at work or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or you're about to eat a meal and you're excited about it and you're starving, yeah. you're just thinking about, let me just do the thing. Let me do the ritual. So I'll feel good. Mm-hmm. I'll feel fine about going eating, Yep. getting back to work. Yes. And let's do it. And it's like, that was like six seconds I know. at it, best. It's similar to when you get a timer. I was listening to My Favorite Murder and she said, when I got the Quip toothbrush, I realized how yeah. I wasn't brushing my teeth for long enough. Totally, totally. And the same thing when I, they were singing happy birthday to themselves. Yeah. You're like, you're two times, I think, for happy birthday. Uh This one's just once. So, yeah, I didn't know. I wanted to do that exercise on here so that people would actually see how long 20 seconds is. And then now go try to wash your hands for that amount of time and really dig into that ABC song. Totally. And see how long 20 seconds is and if you've been washing your hands long enough this whole time. And if you if you do get a little bit tired of the ABC song, like obviously it's important to keep washing your hands for that long. So go look up the alphabet shuffle. It can kind of mix up your tune a little bit. I don't know what the alphabet shuffle is you keep talking about. I'll show you. Oh my gosh. I'm a little worried. You'll love it. It's like, it just imagine like this song that you've done forever, ABCs. I just imagine it getting, being better. You're like, holy, <laughs> oh this is possible. Okay. So... Those two guidelines okay. for for washing your hands, getting all over, mm-hmm. going 20 seconds for hand sanitizer, going all over, rubbing until it does not feel like there's any moisture left on mm-hmm. your hands. Mm-hmm. Don't touch your face with your dirty hands. Mm-hmm. That'll stop the coronavirus COVID-19 spread. And uh, that's what we have for you today. Can you imagine if we knew how many people actually had it on their hands, but prevented themselves from getting it by washing properly. That made my mind feel crazy. Like if we somehow just had that kind of knowledge. Yeah. Like, we, estimate, see it. we estimate that about 20,000 people prevented themselves from actually getting the virus, but did have it on their hands. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That would inspire a lot of good hand washing practices. We should already be plenty inspired, but... That would, that would give us an extra kick, I think. Yeah, it's super interesting. And I have all my references listed in our show notes as always, but there are a lot about hand washing mm-hmm. and studies about hand washing. All the CDC has all their references listed on their website. So there is, if you don't believe us, mm-hmm. there are lots of places you can go to check in on why hand washing really matters and is effective. Yeah. And most importantly, um, we care about you guys and so this is a relevant topic but we also want you guys to be safe and not get sick and so i think it's just really good to to play it safe even if there's slightly different you know metrics out there or whatever being safe is always the best way to do it so yeah and by protecting yourself you're also protecting the larger community that maybe doesn't have as good of immunity or yeah I mean, you can't really tell who's going to be okay from getting in and who's not. So you're protecting totally. yourself and you're protecting others. And that's what we care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about something good from this week? Or do you want to talk about something that changed because of the current pandemic and how you're impacted by it? Oh, that's an interesting idea. Yeah. Um, one big change is, so um, I already have a weird work situation. So there hasn't been like a ton of change there. Some scheduling stuff has been either canceled or, or rearranged or whatever for me. My wife's job is the same. She works in medicine. So mm-hmm. she's, I mean, it's str- more stressful for her, but her shifts still happen. And and like a lot of other medical personnel, they're um, 
it's stressful and working hard, but they're doing everything they can. Yeah, but, I just want to say thanks. Yeah. Thanks to your wife and all the medical professionals out there who are doing their best to keep us safe by putting their lives at risk. That's really incredible. Yeah, it really is. In terms of like a day-to-day difference, one of my roommates, um, like a lot of people's jobs, but his entire company has gone remote for now. And so he's been at home a lot more, but a lot of his job is phone calls. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of been cool having him around because we can like, like I see him throughout the day, he'll come out and grab, you know, a snack or eat lunch mm-hmm. or get a drink or something. And so we'll talk for a little bit, but he's on phone calls so much during the day. And so he actually had to like move his desk from our com- common area back to another area where he could be on phone calls and not be disturbed by dogs barking Dang. and also not feel like he is disturbing everybody else who happens yeah. to be around by being on a phone call. Um, and so, but it's been interesting for him to be home a yeah. lot more and kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it feels fun. like it'd be fun if that was always the case. Yeah. Um, and it'd be fun if it wasn't for these reasons, but right. But it's been kind of cool because um, typically I'd only see him on weekends and in the evenings kind of thing. So that's been enjoyable at least. Yeah. What about you? My situation is the exact opposite of yours. Uh-huh. Everything in my life has changed completely. Uh-huh. I don't see my students anymore, yeah, <laughs> which seriously. is so sad. I love my students. Yeah. Um, I don't see my students anymore. I don't go to classes anymore. I don't see my coworkers. I don't see my classmates for my classes that uh-huh. I was attending. Mm-hmm. I am hardly ever on campus now. It's just changed actually quite a bit. Yeah. And... That's been a weird adjustment. Absolutely. A lot of my conferences have been canceled, which I was supposed to present at my first ever conference about the podcast and that oh, got canceled. Yeah. So I'm really sad about that. Dang it. But hopefully there's one in July that I applied for. So uh-huh. hopefully that one still comes through. So it's just been kind of a, everything's different for me. But one good thing that's come out of it is my mom actually has been really sick for a while. She has cancer. We've talked about it a little on yeah. the show. And I can work remotely and be with her Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And that would never be true if if it weren't for this weird pandemic. And my sister actually is home too because she's working remotely. Uh-huh. My siblings, um, my brother and sister-in-law mm-hmm. are in the restaurant industry. So they currently are not having to work. So yeah. we all just get to be home and yeah. be with my mom in an un precedent and turn of events we that never would have happened so yeah. smoothly right right for any other reason that i can possibly imagine so yeah this is awful and i'm so sad that the, it's because of this pandemic and people are hurting but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm so thankful that we get some time with her all together as a family yeah it's really good yeah that's a crazy weird silver lining two pretty right hard heartbreaking situations but there's like yeah. weird silver lining there that's at least like something yeah. So that's good. Well, and I do want to say my mom and a lot of other people's family members are part of at-risk populations. Yeah. So I would really ask, I saw a, a thing on Twitter where a medical worker held up a sign that said, we're going to work for you. Please mm-hmm. stay home for us. Yeah. And I can't underline that enough. Yeah. Stay home whenever you can. If you're not essential for your workplace, be at home. Mm-hmm. Don't do social outings. Don't go out unless you absolutely have to because yeah. we want to protect the people that we can yeah both of our moms are in that category yeah um and so and i think a lot of people listening probably have family members or friends or loved ones that are or they themselves or they themselves yeah so um it doesn't you don't have to look too far to know somebody in that category so 
think it's it's very, very real and a lot closer than sometimes it feels like it is. Right. Well, thanks so much, Jim, for sharing about your pandemic experience. Yeah. If you guys want to write in and tell us how the pandemic is impacting you, we love hearing from you guys. Yeah. And thanks for listening and learning about how soap kills viruses today. Melissa and I have a lot of ideas for topics of chemistry in everyday life, but we want to hear from you. So if you have questions or ideas, you can reach out to us on Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Chem for Your Life. That's Chem, F-O-R, Your Life, to share thoughts and ideas. If you enjoy this podcast, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And if you really like it, you can write a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us to be able to share chemistry with even more people. If you'd like to help us keep our show going and contribute to cover the costs of making it, go to ko-fi.com slash chemforyourlife and donate the cost of a cup of coffee. This episode of Chemistry for Your Life was created by Melissa Collini and Jam Robinson. References for this episode can be found in our show notes or on our website. Jam Robinson is our producer, and we'd like to give a special thanks to V. Garza and Ann Newell, who reviewed this episode.